Welcome to the Positive Solutions for Life podcast. I'm Peggy Meyer, and I'm so excited you are here. If you're like me, you're living a good life, but you're striving for something more, something better, learning and growing, trying to improve and up-level your life, your business, your health. From goals to habits, productivity to time management, and a whole lot of growth mindset in between, Look no further for positive solutions for your life than here to help you transform from the inside out so you can truly live the life you desire. Welcome back to another Wednesday episode where this month we are talking about communication barriers and what to do about them. We've already discussed assumptions, avoidance, and distractions and defensiveness. So if you miss those, go back and listen to the last few Wednesday episodes. This week, we are talking about fear. How is fear a barrier to communication? So I see fear showing up in two ways of being a barrier to communication in relationships, fear of vulnerability and fear of conflict. So first we need to be clear on what each of these means. We need to define what it is that we're talking about Remember, assuming is a barrier of communication. So let's start with fear of vulnerability. By definition, vulnerable means to be susceptible, exposed, or open to the possibility of being attacked, harmed, or hurt, either physically or emotionally. Vulnerability can take different forms as it can mean different things to different people. So what does that look like in a relationship? Being vulnerable in a relationship means taking a risk. There's a chance of getting hurt, but there's also a chance for connection and growth. It's the willingness to take a chance, to open oneself up and share your thoughts and feelings, what you believe and value, exposing your true intentions fears, and desires. Vulnerability is remaining open to sharing all parts of yourself and not being afraid of being judged or criticized. It is accepting that you cannot control what will happen, but you can still act and speak in a way that is authentic to you. Brene Brown states that vulnerability is uncertainty risk, and emotional exposure. She goes on to say that embracing our vulnerabilities is risky, but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love, on belonging, and joy. The experiences that make us the most vulnerable. Vulnerability is all about being open and honest. Open and honest enough with yourself to share with others your true thoughts and feelings. So how can fear of vulnerability be a barrier to communication? Fear is being afraid. And if we are afraid to be vulnerable, we can be afraid of how the other person will react, what they will think or say or how they will respond to whatever you're saying. 
Being vulnerable can bring up past negative experiences, times when we've expressed our true thoughts and feelings, and they were discounted, ignored, ridiculed, or shot down. We can be afraid that we will be rejected or hurt or afraid the relationship will end. But suppressing our true feelings and thoughts only hurts a relationship. We're not being honest with ourselves or the other person. We cannot lie ourselves happy. By suppressing our true thoughts and feelings, we are not allowing the other person to help meet our needs, causing a cycle or pattern of hurt. By not getting our needs met, we are less likely to meet the needs of the other person. Neglecting each other's emotional and physical needs only leads to more hurt feelings, more confrontation, and more conflict. Often when a person is hurt emotionally, they respond by trying to make the other person feel hurt, just as they are. This often is done through ridiculing, making accusations, or highlighting shortcomings, none of which will help bring two people closer together. Many insecurities are really the root cause of the fear of being vulnerable. The biggest being not enough, not smart enough, not pretty enough, not capable enough, not worthy enough. These insecurities create a lack of trust, trust in ourselves, but also trusting the other person. We don't trust or believe that we can express our true selves and we don't trust the other person will honor, listen, or respect us when we do. So that was vulnerability. Let's move on to the fear of conflict. So the definition of conflict is a clash a disagreement or argument between two or more people arising out of a difference of opinion, interests, beliefs, or perceptions, which causes struggles and tension in a relationship. So the fear of conflict is a fear of having disagreements or arguments, differences in thoughts, feelings, opinions, interests. We don't really want to have any tension in a relationship when we fear conflict. We wanna keep the peace per se, often out of our own dislike for being uncomfortable in these situations. So why is having a fear of conflict a barrier to communication? First, we tend to avoid. We avoid situations, avoid sensitive topics or hard topics or conversations that may lead to disagreements or tensions or struggle or just being uncomfortable. We avoid direct conversations. Instead, we opt for texting or sending a message on social media or emailing or writing a note instead of calling or talking to somebody face-to-face. -face. We might make premature decisions. We avoid discussing the details for fear of conflict, so we make quick decisions that often turn out to cost more in the long run 
in misunderstandings, money, time, and energy. We tend to hide or suppress our true thoughts and feelings. This is a barrier to communication. We don't say anything or we say things that are not true or accurate. So not to rock the boat or create tension. We keep our thoughts and feelings bottled up just to keep the peace. So what happens when you shake a pop bottle? You increase the amount of bubbles in it, the carbonation goes, and it increases the pressure of the contents until it becomes too much and it explodes. The same is true for us. Keeping our thoughts and feelings bottled up only lasts so long before we explode. And we explode by lashing out with words or through physical aggression or both. It's not a pretty sight. It causes more of a mess. Just like pop spraying out of a bottle or a can, it creates a big sticky mess that's hard to clean up. And even after we clean it up some, the remnants of the stickiness remain for a long time, right? Have you ever walked across a floor that has been mopped up from spilled pop and you go squish, 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 and, it, and you stick and your shoes are sticking to the floor long after you've passed? The same is true from the remnants of an argument. For hurt, from hurt feelings and negative thoughts can linger and impact a relationship for hours, days, or weeks, unless it is cleaned up more thoroughly through positive interactions and communication. The fear of vulnerability and conflict only hurts a relationship by preventing open and honest communication. So how can we get over it? How can we create a space for open and honest communication so we can have a deeper, more connected, rich relationship with another person. It starts by being self-aware. Are you holding back? Are you afraid of how the other person will respond? Are you being open and honest with yourself or the other person? It starts with awareness. And also, how are you building your own self-confidence? This means trusting yourself, what you believe, that you are worthy, that your thoughts and feelings matter, and that you can speak up for yourself and communicate your true thoughts and feelings. So where is your self-confidence in this? Start building that up and start slow. Start by sharing something small, something that maybe you haven't shared with many people before and see how the other person responds. Do they listen and respect you? If so, then you can share more with that person. But when you're sharing, be as honest, clear, and specific as you can in your conversations. Ask for what you really want or need. Ask the other person to turn off the TV for a little bit to create the space to have an intentional conversation, a meaningful dialogue 
free of distractions. Create a safe space for the other person to share. Model how you would like others to respond to you. Be trustworthy. Respect their thoughts and feelings. Respond to them how you would like them to respond to you. Ask open-ended questions in order to draw out more meaningful answer to better understand what they are thinking and feeling. Practice active listening. And go back and listen to the other episodes I did this February on barriers to communication to learn more about other ways you can create a more positive interaction conversations in your relationships. So when it comes to communication, we have to take risks. We have to be open and honest, sharing our true thoughts and feelings by creating a space for that open communication in order to strengthen your bond and connection with another person, bringing you closer to truly understanding each other on a deeper level, experiencing deeper trust, intimacy, love, and connection. So thank you so much for joining me today and this month as we dove into barriers of communication. I hope you have found one or two ideas that you can take away and take action on to improve your communication in your relationships. Next month, Wednesday episodes will focus on spring cleaning, cleaning out your environment, mind, body, and spirit for increased energy, vitality, and focus. So be sure to come back and listen to other Friday episodes where I interview amazing people who are transforming lives of others through their knowledge, experience, and skills. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some value, insights, and something that resonated with you in today's show. If today's show spoke to you, would you please share it with a friend and go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening from and subscribe to the show so that you can be the first to know when new content and episodes go live. While you're there, would you please give it some love? Please like it, comment on it, and leave a five-star rating and review. Thank you so much in advance for taking two minutes of your time to do this. Your likes, comments, and reviews really help get the word out to more people who need to hear there are positive solutions for their life. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whichever is your favorite platform, and let's have a conversation about today's show. Thanks for listening and have a great week.